Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirardo Whale. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, Dr. Andrew Michaels is honored with an enigmatic visitor, an ambassador from a reclusive, concealed society has made the perilous journey to visit him, and has arrived undetected, but not unscathed. I know a mermaid. I do. I know it's hard to believe. Maybe not. But I know a mermaid. And she's a very special friend in my life. I've always worried about her and kept in touch with her and tried to help her as much as I can and just make sure she's doing okay. She came to visit me recently. It's an arduous journey for her, leaving the safety of her home and traveling. I'm putting on examination gloves. leaving her the safety of her home, traveling across the ocean, and then entering into the area of the Great Lakes near Chicago so that she can use the waterways to get as close as she can to the Chicago area. And then, of course, from there, I transport her to the safety of my lab using a glass, kind of like a tanker truck. But it's not like we stuff her in the back of a truck. I don't want you to think that. It's a big myth that mermaids can turn from their finned legs into regular walking legs and just walk amongst humans. That's actually a magical, mythical story. Mermaids actually have to walk around or travel with their little fins intact. It's part of their makeup. And my friend isn't immune to that. Her scales, you might be able to hear this in the background, her scales were quite damaged from all the transfer from one type of salinity in the water to the next, and traveling through fresh water is not good for her. Though she uses 
a vehicle for the big sections of travel. Some of it is still done the old-fashioned way, swimming her way along different channels around different reefs. And her fins, it's almost like a massage. You have to get in there and work the skin of the creature. And I hate to call her a creature, but I know it's not normal to you, the viewer, to think about me massaging the fins and the body of a fish. Fish are very delicate. Their skin is quite fragile. Handling a fish damages the mucous membrane that's on the outside of the skin and tends to damage the fish as well. Their scales are quite um, a quite an organism. They derive a lot of their safety from the water that they live in constantly from the fact that the f scales on their body act like a sort of armor, like a, a shield, much in the same way our own skin organism, the organism that is our skin on our bodies and fur on many other creatures and feathers protect them from infection and disease and other types of things. So when you take your hands and you knead a mermaid's scales, they're a lot finer than a normal fish. Almost like a mammalian scale, like a Patag Patagolia, I think is the name of the creature, or an armadillo. It's almost like little tiny bits of creatine, like from your fingernails. And they don't all go the same way. You've got to get them. That's the problem. When they leave the salinity of seawater and they go into different tides and currents, it messes up their scales. They're not all pointing the same way. And they have these little rough spots that need flattened out and pushed one way or the other. And I worry about my mermaid friend because she is precious. She is very precious to me. I met her a long time ago and she was in a sort of a bad situation and things weren't going very well for her. And she wanted a better life. And she came from a very structured background where everything was assumed in her life. She was assumed to do this and assumed to do that. See, that almost looks like a cut. See how those scales run one way? If you just take and smooth it out like that, see how that works? And then it's all gone. You know, it's a lot better. And she was just assumed to that she was going to do this and going to do that with her life and she was just going to follow along the path that was laid out before her. But like a lot of young people in their different generations, my friend the mermaid was <laughs> quite 
the rebellious youth, I think would be the best term to say. She didn't feel like just um, pouring herself into a mold for society and for her family's acknowledgement and peace of mind. She wanted her own life. She wanted to go her own way. See, like right here, see how that ripples down through? You have to smooth that out. Just like that. There you go. Let me get a brush. I'm using my hand, but actually a brush sometimes works better. Yeah, that does. Works better. And because she took her own path in life, and because she marched to the beat of her own drum, it also put her at risk because she was learning things in the world that she chose to live in, and she learned that there were dangers in the world. You know, there's never going to be a time when people just all get along. There's always somebody out there that sees the weakness in others, sees the kindness in others, and, and thinks that that's an opportunity for them to take advantage, to um, benefit from their, you know, looking the other way, not keeping their eye on the ball. And it's amazing to me, you know, you think people would be happy with their lot in life and their stay in their own lane, as you say, and just drive down the road to success. But that's not true. Actually, the truth is it's not good enough just to have things your own way. Some people want everything. They think they need to rule the world. They need to own the world. And they need to control the world. I personally don't care what other people do. I really don't. And I kind of like just being left alone to my own life. Do what I want. Do what I want with my family. And I'm like that with my health as well. I probably should be more proactive about my health, but I'm not. But uh, my friend came a long way to warn me. Her village, the small, tiny hamlet under the sea that they chose to live in, far from the big underwater cities of Atlantis and Lemuria, was under attack. And by a most insidious of enemies, the hamlet she lived in was deep in the ocean far off the coast of the United Kingdom to the west to deep and deep and off the shelf of the Atlantic Ocean and it was so far from sunlight from any kind of artificial light that they had to generate that light source they couldn't rely on the sun or mirrors or luminescence, you know, bioluminescence to keep enough light 
for their food crops and the fish and to attract the fish that they needed for food so they had an artificial system of your scales are just all backwards yeah that's better like that see sometimes you just gotta get in there and rub a little lotion in there too because it's not really lotion it's more like oil if I take this oil and I uh, rub it in the different areas I could spray some over the and what we're gonna do with this oil is just make it a little more conducive Yeah, this oil is really good. I'm just going to put a little on my hands. And basically keep, you know, that whole area softened. And working that oil in, it's going to loosen up some of those tight, twisted scales on the back of your fin here. Like right here. We can get them to lay down better. Yeah. It's easy to pick them out too, like the coloration's different. Some of them smooth right over and then you can see where some have fallen off. We're gonna have to give, like mark them so that they heal, but that's not a big deal. So, no, 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 I know. We'll keep you here until we know you're all right. And I could, I could set up a transport. You don't have to take that arduous, you know, lake lake to um, you know the traveling over the Chesapeake Bay and all that I can easily get you back to your area we can use a sub submarine yeah with submersible tanks I'll go with you I'll make sure that you're taken care of every step of the way yeah it's just a few days journey back but that'll also give me a chance with the sub to do some um, research in the area where you live. Mm-hmm. Well, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. I haven't even explained what brought you here. I mean, I've kind of talked about it. You were having trouble with the bioluminescence to attract sea life for your food source and to grow your um, vegetation crops. So you decided to use an artificial light source. Which is no big deal. And, yeah, we're getting that oil in there really good. It's starting to really take an effect. Maybe we should... No, and it's water It's not water-soluble. But it'll, it'll wear off in time. Yeah, you wouldn't want water-soluble oil because it would just all come off. You want this to stick with you. Mm-hmm. Good. That's great. So... All right. Yeah, I think we'll talk about that next. No, no, it's okay. The last thing I want you to do is get upset over this. We have an agreement to help a mutual agreement with your people since World War II, believe it or not. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's part of NATO. I know. Well, don't worry. We'll... I'll see it through. We'll get you back, and everything will be fine. That's right. Well, the one thing that bothers me the most is... I've been struggling to understand how you were infiltrated. But it does make me think. Every time we are dealing with these shadow people, it's been on the surface. I've never realized that the darker reaches of the ocean are sunless and would be a perfect opportunity for them to sow their evil ways among your people, among the mermaids of the world. It almost makes me wonder if we should investigate different parts of the Atlantic and make sure that they aren't doing anything in the lost city of Riley. Do you think they could be influencing the resting place of Cthulhu? Okay. I'm glad you don't think that's going on. Even they would not dare to bother him and incur his wrath. I don't think they want him controlling them. They would be mere minions to him. Uh, they like their independence and their ability to control the situation. Um, making an ally of Lord Cthulhu would basically turn them into nothing but foot soldiers for his own evil plans. And I don't think that's what they want. No, I agree with you on that. And I'm glad that, that that's the consensus among your people. It is. It's, it's, it's refreshing to know there are some lines people won't cross just to enrich themselves or gain land or control the population. You never know, though. You never know who people will eventually ally with. But I hope you feel better now that you've had most of this massage and oil worked in. Do you think it's having an effect? Good. I think so, too. I really do. Mm hmm What first tipped you off to the fact that the shadow people had infiltrated your village? Oh, they took possession of someone. They brought someone back to life. Yes, that is a very morbid and frightening legend among your people. The dead coming back to life, spreading their ways, turning all of the oceans into undead zombies, feeding off the living. We have similar irrational fears here on the surface. It's terrible that your people had to go through this. But to actually see a creature like this, to actually have a loved one, return from the dead and start to spread that zombie disease amongst the living and amongst the 
food source of the fish around you must have been extremely frightening. How did you figure it out? Okay, so you had a zombie outbreak. As insane as that sounds. And several people returned. Mm-hmm. And how did you stop it? Oh, so the zombies, their main goal wasn't to capture more foot soldiers and turn more people into zombies. Their main objective was to destroy the artificial light source. They were aiming for your power plant. I see. And when your scientists realized this, and your engineers, what did they do? Oh, they did a sudden EMF burst. Basically, a light bomb, if you will. Amazing. And the gamma and x-rays destroyed the creatures. It drove the shadows from them. Burned them up. So it's not just infrared of the sun. It's more powerful than that. They're susceptible to x-rays and gamma rays as well. So the actual background radiation of the universe that strikes the planet on a daily basis is also dangerous to them. This is quite curious. Almost like... Could we make a leap here? Is that what your people are thinking? Is it possible that we're not actually destroying them? That we are actually... Sending a creature back to whence they came. Is it possible that these shadow creatures that have infiltrated our reality are not of this reality at all? Maybe they are from another creation an alternate reality, part of the multiverse. Is it possible they are creatures from the creation before the Big Bang, the expansion of our universe? Maybe they came from that previous existence? and just infiltrated ours. It is possible. It is. And it would make sense because the background radiation of the universe is basically what you released on them, not visual infrared light. And this bomb that you exploded, detonated. We picked it up. We wondered what happened. But because there was no actual dangerous radiation we decided we would wait until we heard from you. And I understand now why you came and delivered this message in person to prevent them finding out. Only person to person transmission of this information could take place. I'm going to have to keep this a secret between you and I to the best of my ability. I'm only going to let those that I need to be aware of it. 
and we've definitely got to, we've definitely got to isolate how they're infiltrating all of our societies. I got to go back to that though. Yes, a bomb of light would be gamma and x-rays released like that, basically an EMF pulse. And it just destroyed them. But in the water, you were able to see what actually happens to them when they deteriorate versus in the thin atmosphere of our planet. They just look like they stretch, 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 stretch to the light, and then they dissolve. But what you saw in the water was they got pulled into something, pulled into the bomb. The bomb opened up a portal, and they were sucked into a vortex, stretched, pulled, until they couldn't hold on to our reality anymore, and were sucked into the cyclone of something else, somewhere else. So there were people on both sides of the vortex, and nothing came out the other side. It was almost like they were sucked into a black hole. A wormhole, maybe? Amazing. So this could be some kind of interdimensional transportation system. Maybe we're just getting lucky. Maybe the light triggers some kind of biotech on their bodies and signals that they need to return. We thought we were killing them, but maybe we're just sending them back to where they came from. And in that case, they know all their memories of what transpired in their lifetimes here. And in that case, they know all the players involved. And that's how they know about what my department is doing to stop them. I have arranged the sub for your return, my mermaid friend, and we will be leaving soon. We've got a lot of research to do deep in the ocean, and I want to take you there personally. I don't want you to worry. I will have extra support on this journey. The best men in the field. The best research scientists I can muster. We have a test designed that they have to walk through to make sure they're not part of the infiltrated group. But where there's a war going on, there's always a potential for spies. And somebody could be a paid informant. We have to be careful of that as well. Your scales are all going the right way now. The oil seems to have done the job on those odd ones. You look a lot better. Do you feel better? Good. I'm going to let you go so you can get some sleep and rest. And I'm going to put together our travel plans. I'll come back and I'll, yes, I'll brief you on what we're going to do. 
and I make sure you're comfortable with all the arrangements before we leave. Your honor guard can come with us. I'm glad they accompanied you. This needs to be done with the utmost care. There's a lot of information gathering about to be done in this war. It's gone from a local conflagration into a world war. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash Tirar de Huello. The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you. <laughs>